Hello everyone and welcome back to the Let's Talk About It podcast. I'm so excited and we just want to deep dive into it. So have y'all ever like dealt with somebody that you realize like, damn, this is the reason why their life is going how it's going because what the hell? So my mantra for the last i'll say month or so almost going on two months has been you play stupid games and you're gonna win stupid prizes so in this episode we're going to discuss the choices that people make the possible reasoning behind the choices that people make and we're gonna decipher and break down what we can because y'all know People are interesting. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. So as of recently, most recently, the, the, the recurring theme that I keep having in conversations that I keep having with my friends, when I text them, when I talk to them, when I see them, is I continue to say... When you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And what that means is when you decide that you want to make a bad decision or do a... What what am I trying to say? When you decide to go forth with a choice, good or bad, evil or non-evil, happy or sad. When you decide to make the choice to do something, you can either win a happy prize or a bad prize i think it's so very often and common that people you know choose to do certain things and they choose to react a certain way and they choose to this and they choose to that and it's just like did you think about this choice did you think about the repercussions that you would have to endure or that you would have to you know handle because of your stupid choice i'm a firm 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 believer in you read what you sow you get back what you give out karma this is that and the third and i keep i find myself having conversations like with my friends because things keep happening you know it's life Things keep happening and we all go through things and it's just a whirlwind of just, it's a cycle. Things are going good, you get happy, and then the world is like, oh no, she's too happy. Let's let's knock her down a couple of notches, you know? And I feel like what I'm saying is not equating to what the topic is, but it, it's going to come up, it's, it's going to round itself out eventually. So I was having a conversation and I'm literally still having a conversation with one of my friends now. And, you know, he was telling me about this girl that he wanted to date or that he is dating or however the case may be and turn out. And he was saying how, yes, she's a, a great person. She's on her, she's on her shit. You know, she has many accomplishments. But from one broken person or one used to be broken person to now being successful and healed, I can see another broken person a mile away. 
And when you see it, you see the red flags that that person presents. And he was saying how, you know, she is very smart. She's very intelligent. She's on her on her shit, like I said. But you're playing a, dang, a dangerous game with life when it comes to your actions, what you do, how you do them, how you choose to present yourself, how you choose to proceed. And, you know, back in the day, when you're not healed, when you're not taking accountability for your own actions of how you played a part in certain things, you know, you you, send, you tend to go with the person that is also self-destructing you you tend to also go to the person that's you 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 still bring yourself to go even though you know it's not right a healing person can't help another healing person because how you gonna help somebody if you ain't healed from the things you need to be healed from that's how i look at it like two broken people can't help each other that's how i look so it goes back to your choices when you are in life and you just feel like well dang i i did this and this is the choice i'm gonna make and then you're surprised at the outcome a lot of people end up in situations and they choose to it's just like relationships when you're in a toxic relationship and you're dealing with somebody and they're disrespecting you or they don't treat you how you want to be treated or how you feel you should be treated and all of this other type of stuff when you feel like that person is um when you feel like that person is you know the person the, the love of your life the the wind beneath your wings type of thing and you actually see like you keep leaving them to teach them a lesson but for me and how I think I feel like in order for somebody to respect you in a way that you want to be respected you have to show them that you not only demand it but you deserve it type of thing and i bring up the analogy of being in a relationship because you can be in a relationship and a man or a woman can cheat on you multiple times and each and every time you take them back because you're in love with them right you you want to be with them that's your choice your choice is to take them back your choice is to stay or come back because you love them and you want to work it out. How I view that, my philosophy is, um, I feel like if somebody disrespects you and you continue to, sorry y'all, that's my watch. I took it off. I thought it wasn't ding, but apparently it's dinging. Um, I feel like when you take a person back that has, disrespected you countless times and it doesn't even have to mean you know boyfriend and girlfriend relationship or boyfriend and boyfriend relationship or girlfriend and girlfriend it doesn't have to mean that it can be a family member it can be a friend or a so-called friend that you thought you had when you continue to accept what someone chooses to give you instead of what you deserve one you're settling and two it's a choice you can't scream, woe is me, why are you doing this to me? But you keep accepting it. I was I was dealing with a guy and all of my friends, I, I was dealing with a guy and, you know, he was cool. We was cool. 
He was kicking it. And his car ended up going down. And, you know, he he asked me, you know, for help. Like, you mind taking me to work? Ooh, ooh, this is then the third. I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. Like, if I care about you, one thing about me is I'm going to help you regardless. Like, I'm going to help you. And, you know, and in this time that I'm taking him to work, mind you, I was taking him to work for a week straight. And I'm helping this man and all of this, which is what? My choice. So it came a day where he contacted me and was like, you know, can you take me to work? Blah, 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 blah. But I can tell something was off. Like something was off. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, something's wrong, but I can't put my finger on it. So when I seen him in person, I'm like, oh, you're drunk. And any other time, like the old Kennedy, regardless of what you were going through, regardless of how you were acting, I would have helped you in all of this. But in this particular moment, he was drunk. And I'm like, okay. So I ended up having to go pick up my son. And he was at his friend's house. And his and I was like, I'm going to go get my kid. I said, I'm going to come back. I'm going to drop him off with my friend. She said she will watch him. I'm going to come back and I'm going to come get you. So his friend was like, you going to come get him? I'm, yes, I'm going to come back. He like, you sure you're going to come back? I'm telling both of them, yes, I'm going to come back. So I pick up my kid, drive all the way home because my friend, she lived literally, she lives two minutes from me, even less than that. And I drive all the way back to where he is. It's On the E-way, it's like a 15-minute drive. On the street, it's a 30-minute drive. So either way I go, I'm wasting gas because I, I didn't came already from over in this area picking up my son from school. Now I have to drive all the way back to my house. Now I have to drive all the way back to you just to drive all the way to Matson. So I got there. And he's still asleep on the couch. He's still, you know... You know, you you drunk. When you're drunk, you most people sleep. When it, it starts coming down, you get tired. You're you're tired. So he's on the couch, and I'm like, "Come on, get up. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. Like, let's go. I'm here. I'm here." He's like, "I ain't going." That's and I get pissed. I'm like, "Why the fuck didn't you tell me this before I drove my black ass all the way back over here? Like, what what is wrong with you? Who raised you, right?" So I ended up driving back to my friend's house. She lives up the street from me, so I'm just going to say home. I just ended up driving back home. So she asked me what happened or whatever, and I told her. And she was like, yeah, he's playing with you. Like, he's he's been using you because if he didn't know you, and my other friend said this too. She was like, if he didn't know you, what would he be doing? What, what would he be doing to get to work? How would he be getting to work? He would be calling somebody else. He would be calling another girl. So I say all of that to say, and um, just to tell y'all how the story ends. So I'm sitting there and like an hour or some change go by. And he calls me at the time he's supposed to be at work. The time he's supposed to start, he calls. And I'm like, okay. He calls and he's like, I didn't answer. I gave her my phone. She told me to be quiet in the background. And she talked to him. She was like, you know, oh, she went to go. She lied. She pretty much lied. Like, oh, she went to go get pizza. You know, he was like, oh, y'all having a pizza party? No, we got to feed the kids. So type thing. So he was like, she left. She was like, she left her phone. He was like, okay, well, when she come back, have her call me. So I waited 30 minutes to call him. Called him at 630. He was supposed to start work at six o'clock. I called him at 630. I didn't get an answer. So he ended up calling me back 10 minutes later. So he called me back again, 640. I answered. And I'm like, what's up? He, can you take me to work? Um, 
no, I'm not coming back over there. Like I came like this. This was when I was like, you know what? You've been disrespecting me and you've disrespected me on multiple occasions not even like calling me out my name or nothing, but you're you're disrespecting me as far as my time and playing games and all of this. And you're taking advantage, in my opinion, and from the outside looking in, from what everybody is seeing, you're taking advantage. And I'm just like, now I'm very big. Like, I'm not playing with nobody about my respect. Like, I'll go to war with you about my respect. I don't give a damn if you feel like I don't need it, but you won't disrespect me. And that's just how I look at it. That's how I feel. That's how I am. Like, I'm very, like, transparent and straightforward when it comes to shit. Like, fuck you mean. Ugh. But, um, yeah. And I just, with that, that's when we dispersed. That was our last encounter. That was our last conversation. It wasn't really a conversation because he got mad. And what's funny is people that are using you the moment you tell them no it's a whole problem they get into this oh baby they get into this uproar like you didn't disrespected them and talked about they mammy and they grandmammy and they daddy and they grandpa and it's just like oh because i told you no how you getting mad at me because i told you i won't drive you to work in my car a car note that i pay a car that I put gas in. Like, come on now. If two plus two is four, and five plus five is ten, your math is not mathing, sir. So, and the reason I I tell this story is because when and it was it's more to it. That's just the the clean version of it. Um, and when I was telling you know telling my other two friends because the friend that was there to answer my phone, she witnessed it all. She heard it all told her everything she's like are you okay i'm like i'm fine like i'm not hurt i'm not upset and which is what's surprising to me because i'm like yo i like this man like we was talking about dating or whatever but i'm not hurt and what's crazy is in the back of my mind when i was talking to all three of them i told them i'm like what's crazy is i think the reason i'm not so upset and i'm not hurt or i'm not like oh i want my leg back type of thing is because i never saw myself with this man like, I never saw myself married to this man. I never saw myself having kids with this man. I never saw myself long-term with this man. I think he was just an in-the-moment thing because I was trying to figure out life because I'm no longer a manager. And me no longer being a manager, I I was bored. Like, I needed a project. I was As a manager, I was always doing something. I was always on go. I was always on the move. Eight hours out of the day. From 7.30, no, lying, even more than that. Because I would get up at like 6 something in the morning. And from 6 o'clock to like 4 or something, I was always on go, moving around, like out and about outside of my home. So I was like, I think I was bored. And one of my friends said, she was like, I think you are bored. She said, because you're not used to having so much free time. Like you're so used to like getting calls and text messages and this and that. But I say all of this to say... I told them, I said, it, I said, it's easy to like, be like, oh, I'm done with this person. I said, but here's the thing. I said, I've learned in my 28 years of life that if I'm going to make a choice, I need to stand on it. So if I'm going to allow, if I, if I were to allow this man back into my life and to continue to help him, because my friend was like, you better not help him. She was like, Kennedy, you better not motherfucking help him. Well, I was like, 
I said, I'm not. I said, but if I were to help him, I said, I wouldn't say anything to y'all because in the event that he does disrespect me again, in the event that he does the same thing over again because he's mad and drunk that I won't take him to work, I said, how am I in good conscience and in my natural state of mind going to come to y'all and whine and complain because about a choice that I made? I said, if I were to choose to help him again, I'm not going to tell you because that's my burden to bear. That's my demon to handle. Because at the end of the day, I made the choice to help this man. I made the choice to let him back in. When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Maya Angelou said that best. Okay? So when it comes to life choices and when it comes to things that, you know, you're willing to accept and what you won't accept, you have the power to choose. I tell people all the time, you are your biggest advocate. Only you can advocate for yourself. Nobody can advocate for you like you can advocate for yourself. And that's just bottom line. Like at the end of the day, we are the reason that things happen to us sometimes. And when you think about choices and how you move and how you operate, you have to keep a level head. You have to, sometimes it's not always going to be a level headed situation. Sometimes you, you're going to act on impulse. Sometimes you're going to this, but for the major things in life, for the major situations in life, when you try to keep a level head and when you try to, you know, stay out of the shenanigans and to keep a level head and stay on your P's and Q's, you succeed even more, I feel like. We all make the choices. You can choose to do good or do bad. You can choose to be a murderer or a non-murderer. You can choose to go to school or not go to school. You can choose to be a bum or not be a bum. Like we all have that choice. We all have that choice that we were given at birth. Everybody has a goddamn choice. And whether you choose to use that choice for good or bad, it's up to you. But when you sit there and you make, uh, when you do choices and you play stupid games, and then you're wondering why you're winning all of these dumbass prizes, you're not sitting and thinking like, oh man, why did this happen to me? Maybe because I did this. Now, some people, they mess up once and they're like, I learned my lesson. I'm one of those people that were was hard-headed, especially in my early 20s. I'm one of those people that had to learn the hard way multiple times. But I feel like at the age of what, I think when COVID hit for me was when I actually sat there and I thought and I and I listened and I, you know, had to like, honestly sit there because even when it came to like me and I used to date or deal with or entertain it's not that I saw that growing up I didn't see my mom deal with ignorance and all of that but when you don't know I, I won't say I didn't know any better but when you choose to when you don't respect yourself and you don't love yourself it shows in the choices that you make when it comes to your life actions when it comes to the type of partner you pick it shows and it showed back in the day in my early 20s that I just chose to accept the bull crap because I thought low of myself in a way. And when COVID hit and, you know, everybody said when they got home, I mean, when they were at home, you know, they they did a lot of soul searching and did a lot of healing and all of this other type of stuff. 
I'm one of those people that sat there and was like, yo, what am I doing? Like, why am I attracting this? Because you give off an aura when you attract a certain type of a person. It's it's like a it's like a dog with a bone, like a bloodhound. They attract some type of a insecure people attract some type of an insecurity to them or something. And people that like to take advantage of kind-hearted people, caring people, they smell that like a shark looking for blood type of thing. So when I did that and I sat there and I soul searched and I was like, you know what? I can't change the past of like situations, past friendships, past relationships, things that I've gone through. I, in some instances, you can't. When you can, you do. And I, I've given out a lot of apologies. I've given out because of my because of how I handle situations, because of how I reacted to certain situations. Because of how I dealt with the person, I've given out a lot of uh, apologies. But I've also been able to learn to communicate. And I'm still learning to communicate. I don't 100% know how to properly communicate. But I, I do know how to communicate better than I did. I listen to understand instead of listening to respond. And that's a choice that I had to make. That is a choice that I had to continue to make on a daily basis because I was the one that was screaming, I wake up and choose violence. So I'm not going to say I don't wake up and choose violence most days, but for the most part, I am more level-headed and it helps that when you surround yourself with people that not only uplift you and make you want to be better and help you be better, but also surround your people, surround yourself with people that also hold you accountable for your choices and your actions. I have friends that is like, even when I was dealing with bro and he, you know, was drunk and doing all of what he was doing, they were like, one of my friends was like, what are you doing? Like, you know better. He, he, he was like, what are you doing? Like, why? He's like, you already know what it is and what I'm going to say to you. Like, what are you doing and why are you tolerating this? And he was just like, you know, and I explained to him everything I explained to him. He was like, and that's fine. And that's dandy. He said, but you know that you don't have to deal with this and that you shouldn't be dealing with this and that you're above this. He was like, you're an entrepreneur. What the fuck are you doing? Like he let me have it. And I was like, oh man, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. But he, he, it, it helps me. Cause I'm just like, oh, Kennedy would have fallen back into it and would have contacted him and was like so are we gonna talk about it are we gonna this like because i i'm gonna talk about it type of person i don't like leaving stuff unresolved and i had to learn that when you leave things unresolved sometimes it's best to leave it not so much unresolved but it's it's sometimes best to just leave it where it's at and you got to leave people where they at until they decide that they want to better themselves so um at the end of this i kind of want to end my podcast with you know, not a fool for thought type of a thing, but I kind of want to end it with like, what's the lesson to be learned here? And I feel like this podcast may have been all over the place, but I said in the very first one that I like to talk and I talk too much. So bear with me. Um, But for me, my fool for thought is be intentional, be intentional with your choices be intentional with your actions. Be intentional with your life. Don't let nobody play with you. Don't let nobody... If you're going to go to war about anything, go to war about your respect. And if they can't respect you, bow out gracefully. Not everything needs to be a fight. 
You don't always have to go back and forth. You can leave people where they are. And when you make the choice to leave people where they at, and when you make the choice to, you know, let people be, you see how much greater your own life will be. You see how much more of an accomplishment you will encounter. All of the people in my life at the current moment, we're all doing things that we said we wanted to do. We're all elevating in our own different ways. And we all keep congratulating each other, saying, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You doing what you said you was going to do. We own our shit. We doing this. We doing that. And then we're coming up with game plans to do it. So you have the, when you let go of dead weight in your life and when you make the choice to want better for yourself, it's only up from here. So that's ladies and gentlemen is the end of our episode i know it was all over the place and i'm sorry but i feel like y'all got my message if y'all got my message you know so hopefully next next week we have one of my many special guests and we can dive into it and get into it and all of that other type of stuff so hopefully next week i'll get a little special guest y'all get a little more of the razzle dazzle of the razzle and dazzling you know you know okay so thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode and we will see you all or we will talk to you guys next week bye